curious about the trash. I just started seven, and I have no idea what I'm in for. The reason why I feel Resident Evil is trash. Okay. And, and, and this goes according to every horror game that's out there. Okay. It should not take... And also, it goes kind of funny. Had a, they, they've been playing Resident Evil 7 and Village. Okay. On both games alone, you let off a full... Like, they're literally doing headshots. And I'm also like, this can't just be them. So I'm looking at other people. I can go oh, through my history. Uh, okay, I did that already, and I was like, what the fuck? See, and this every and I go and I went. And I can show my history. Every single Resident Evil game, and every yeah. horror. I mean, I keep forgetting about Dead Space. Even Dead Space. I get it for the tension and the horror, but it's fucking annoying. Yeah, because it's like I know that like for most people, yeah, you could reasonably say they may not get headshots that much or whatever, or they're shooting for the chest because they're trying to make it challenging to hit it. But for like a lot of other people, it like people like us who have experience in first person shooters or third person shooters, we can fucking hit the target. And I totally did that. Like I've only played the game for like an hour and that already happened and I was like shooting I was shooting fucking his wife or whatever in the head multiple times and I let loose an entire clip and I'm like what the fuck why is she not down mm-hmm. like oh okay as soon as that happened I'm like oh okay I'm supposed to die here that like that's all it is I'm supposed to get hit like and it's just and it's really really it's not scary it's it's the opposite effect for me what I don't um it was like oh so you don't like horror I was like I never said I never like horror I have specific horror movies that I like and a huge right. laundry list of horror movies I dislike like you have a you have a specific taste in horror yeah that's all it is like I hate torture porn that is fucking like yeah how, like, how is that scary? shit like Saw and stuff like that yeah like I'm never gonna fucking watch it like the first Saw movie was actually good because it was like a it was learning. actually tension, yeah. It was tension, it was like a mystery, and it's like, you're learning about these people's backstories. Like, the rest of this yeah. shit is over-the-top, full-blown, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then you get like, Chester uh-huh. Bennington to play a fucking racist, which is the opposite of him. Yeah. Like, like what in the fuck? God, I still remember how they died in that movie, in, in that one where he was in, and it's like, fuck. That was like, that was one of those things where it's like, I'm not even scared. I just feel my stomach turn. And I'm just like, that's, that's, that is, somebody thought that up, you know? Like, <laughs> Final Destination is a good indicator of horror that is just, it, sh- it should have died after the first one. Yeah, yeah. I would say Final Destination, Saw is like that. Um, there's a lot of horror horror franchises like that where the first one is really good, and then after that it's like why? Yeah. Oh, you know what I think is like that Lake Placid. I really liked the first Lake Placid. It was it was like uh, very suspenseful, and I enjoyed it. Then they did two and three, and they were like like really weird about the crocodiles and stuff. And I'm like, what the what's the point of this? Like I hate the other ones, but I really like the first one. Thank you for clarifying, it was crocodile, because I don't remember fucking remember Lake Placid. Do you with crocodiles? Do you remember what that one is now? Mm-mm. I must have never watched them. Yeah, Lake Placid was a like suspense, like kind of horror style movie that was about like um, think think Jaws, but in the marshlands, and instead of a giant ass shark, it's a it's a gator. And uh, there's like there it was the first one, like I said, is actually really good. I think 
it's been a while since I've seen it. I should go back and watch it. But um, the first one was really good. It was really like like tension filled and stuff. There were like really interesting sequences that were like I would say unique because I haven't seen them in other things. But things like scuba divers like exploring a, a an entrance to a beaver dam. You know how you like have to go underwater and then go up into this small space and it's like very claustrophobic and then it's like holy shit a crocodile. You know what I mean? Like, they actually managed to do shit like that. And I'm like, okay, it's interesting. But then the other ones, like, two and three, then just became, like, this CGI fest with the fucking, you know, crocodile. And it's like, why? I guess it's not a horror movie, but I guess another victim of something like that would be, like, a suspenseful movie or a thriller that I really enjoyed, like Tremors. Did you watch Tremors? I grew up watching Tremors, man. Dude, Tremors was so fucking good. I did too. Like, you're, like Tremors one was great, right? Mm-hmm. And then, did you see the other ones? I stopped after Kevin Bacon left his movies. That was literally the first one. He was only in the first one. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I'll, I'll be it. Don't get me wrong. I still like two. Two is not as good as one, but two was still pretty good in my opinion. I liked it. It was campy still. Three, four, five, six can all go to hell. They're all they all gone downhill. The only interesting one I would say past two was four, only because they went back to like the eighteen hundreds and they did like the ancestors from Perfection Valley when it was first established. And like it that was actually interesting. That was kind of cool because at least it was a different time period and stuff. And it wasn't the same characters. But then when they did uh uh five and six that went straight to Netflix. I was like, no, this is hor-. like, no, now he's got a weird ass son. Like, this is like all like, no, it's, it's just, it's just bad. It, Kevin, it went the way almost of Sharknado. Kevin Bacon tried to, um, did a pilot for Tremors, the TV series, and they passed on it. And he ended up doing that on a cop show on it showtime. Uh, with, um, the cop show, um, not the following crap. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so it was um, yeah. But back to video games. What I was saying. Um, our conversation spun off to horror movies, but well, because it does connect to horror movies. Because yes, in horror movies, in horror movies, yes, it was like there is that tension. But let's look at. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, Des. What? Did you start recording? Come on, you know me, man. I found, I wait, did I I caught it this time? Oh yeah, you caught it. Welcome to the Giant Dutch of a Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi. <laughs> I got got. I got caught. Whereas, I mean, as soon as I heard you say, like, wait, let's go back, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Welcome to the Giant Dutch of a Robot Podcast. Once again. I'm your host, Desmond Desi is Dead Robinson. This is my co-host, the Sherlock homeboy of the podcast, Christian Ventura. What's up, people? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut the flow of that, but I did catch it in the middle, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have, and welcome back, because I'm back. Technically, we took um, technically a week and a half off. So I'm back. Christian's back. Benita's on vacay. Um, she's back. She's officially vaccinated, and she's celebrating her vaccination as, you, as she should. Yes. Um, our house, yeah. our housekeeping coming up real quick. Mm-hmm. 
We're we're gonna have a Star Trek episode. I'm gonna title it the Kobayashi Maru. Ooh. It's gonna be very interesting for sure because it's like I I I'm very interested to find out the question that you are going to pose, especially after what you told me of how much like how much Star Wars I mean Star Wars Star, Star Trek that you watched in the background to like prep for this. So I think I have to go in with a strategy. I'm not gonna say what it is, but I think I'm gonna have to go in with a strategy. Yeah, you may have to. Um, I'm gonna be giving the crew two morally choice questions and may some of it is based off the prime directive but it's over 47 articles of the prime directive so they don't they don't know what i'm gonna be pulling from in the prime directive or is this uh what episodes or what star trek series at that is this what it's like for to be a player in my D &D game (laughs) a little bit yes Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, I'm sorry. We were saying about we were saying back to horror movies before but, I cut us off. But um, before we, um, as always, you can listen to us on yes. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, comes to an Apple Podcast. When I get the will to actually upres the photo, I now have the Adobe Suite. I just look, man. This is a whatever episode. <laughs> I should have still taken another vacation like everyone else. But you know what? I'm here. Let's have some He's fucking he- fun. He's here and we are going to have some fucking fun. Um, but I am going to beat your 8 minutes and 45 seconds and um, not telling anyone that you're recording. So wait, how far How far into it were we when I caught it? Se- 6 minutes and 50 seconds. Got you. Got you. All right, all right. You still have the record, though, at, what was it, 10 minutes and 14 seconds? That's on the Night Owl Show, which you can go over to KDHR Radio. Um, just look for us called the Night Owl Show. We Yes, we got in, We got up to 10 minutes. On that. We got up to 10 minutes, but I hold the record on GCR. Yeah, on GCR, you hold the record. All right, all right. So, fair game, then. If you can catch me on mine, or whoever whoever is with me at the time, uh, catches me on mine. That's that we can definitely continue from there. But right now, my record still stands. Mm-hmm. Um, got I got it. I got it. I have a good plan. Okay. Fair enough. Plan. Fair enough. Do, be honest. Does it involve getting me talking about D and D? Because that's not a bad plan. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> that means I called it. <laughs> you get like you tell us every time. Um... We play D and D. Make it that what you will. That's true. That's true. Like a lot, I'm I'm becoming a a big fan of the phrase. Um, as far as you know. There you go. As far as you know. That's true. That's true. Far but anyway, but but sorry. Before I derail us any further, we were talking about uh, horror movies, horror movies, and horror video games, and why I feel. And if you've been following us that this this last eleven minutes, well, up to this point, um, you call it the part opening part of me saying Resident Evil and horror, so certain horror games are trash, here's the reason, to, uh, the official reason. It is the uh, trying to blend movie quality tension in terms of video games. Oh, you mean like, you? okay. So like, Do you mean like the idea of like having these moments in video games where the 
where it's player controlled but regardless of what the player does it acts out like a movie scene yeah so think of it like minus resident evil five and six where you literally punch in a fucking boulder i don't like why is chris redfield punching the fucking boulder that is that is the epitome of jumping the fucking shark i did digress Jesus Christ. And then, don't get me started on Resident Evil 6 with fucking Leon. Oh my God. No. I feel like I can't. I feel like I can hear you face palming. I really was face palming. Um, (laughs) And uh, everyone's like, what's your nose with Resident Evil? I haven't played a Resident Evil game since the age of 14. Mm -hmm. So that is at the same year Resident Evil 3 Nemesis came out. Oh, okay. So that, is that the first game you played, though? No, I played Resident Evil 1, and I played 2. Oh, got you. 3 is the last one. And no, I was not scared. The same problems I had with those games that I still currently have with certain games that play like Resident Evil. Inventory system, the shoot, um, shooting system, well, fighting mechanics, and the the way the overall how the game, like, I, I get it. These Resident Evil games are, well... One through four are a love letter to George Romero. If you really sit and think about it, but with action. Okay. Hmm. But not every fucking video game should be like a fucking movie, especially yeah. if it's a horror game. Yeah, because I think I think when it comes to horror games, like I I I'm not very well versed in them, mm-hmm. but I I do like to I do recreationally play them when here and there. The games that I've noticed that I've liked more have definitely a specific vibe to them. Whereas, like, you can create tension in a video game in a very different way than you yeah. do in cinema. Yeah. And I think trying to recreate cinema, cinematic, like, jump scares and cinematic kind of, like, tension, I think it's possible, but that's the kind of thing that maybe it belongs more in a cutscene or a quick time action event, not necessarily one where you give the player like the the illusion of control, which I, I think is the issue here. Here's the thing: is with Resident Evil, those Resident Evil games, they actually did it properly. Like, I feel, as much as I am shitting on them, and it sounds like I'm just complaining, the part where the dogs the um the the terror dogs technically go through the window you're going through that same area like what three four times and then they finally into you thinking oh this this area is safe because it's next to a safe room and these motherfuckers pop through the window that is a good that is a good jump scare moment for people yeah because you've already like built it in your head subconsciously like this is safe nothing has happened here and then they take that and take it away from you yeah so now you have to run away or get away or use up your literally use a full clip or all your ammo just to take out something that should be taken should be taken out simple. Unless you just run, bitch. Yeah. Um Nemesis builds up. That is good tension. You don't know where the fuck Mr. X or Nemesis if we're going Resident Evil 2 or we're going to get for Resident Evil 3, you don't know where Mr. X or Nemesis is running around the fucking city. Is Nemesis the one that made you take out your CD or the one that had to make you, like, move your controller over? Or was that a Metal Gear thing? That was Metal Gear. Got you. All Metal Gear. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say that's all Kojima. That's not Konami because everybody knows Konami sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It has no form of fucking regular thought. 
and they literally letting the res um Metal Gear um franchise die. <laughs> Just literally. Yep. Um But this is not a Metal Gear episode. This well, this is a whatever episode. But um and and it still is Capcom is still continuing this to this day where I am looking at these videos. Even the remastered Resident Evil games that started on the PS4, PS3, early PS4, because it was Resident Evil. And then two years ago, Resident Evil 2. Earlier this year, was it earlier this year or last year? Resident Evil 3. Veronica? No, Resident Evil 3. Earlier this year, 2020, was it 2020 or 2021? I think it was 19. No, I think 19 was Resident Evil 2. Did they release another? Oh, yeah, they did release three, I think, right? Was it this year? Like a... Damn, man, what was this black hole of a fucking previous year? You know what? Time is a construct. We don't remember shit from the past, but... Hey, time isn't real. Money isn't real. You know, up is down. Left is right. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> AB. Left, right, down, start. Um... <laughs> oh, God, it's the Konami code. But the Resident Evil remakes... For better or for worse, they improve upon storytelling and give you a, a singular narrative. So now, I, I if, you, if you really look at it, Konami, they have him outright. I'm not Konami. Um, Capcom haven't outright said it, but it is a good possibility they're going to remake 4, 5, and 6. They're not going to touch Cole Veronica and all the other games because canonically it's one technically if you really think about one through all the way up to um village which would be resident evil 8 so they're going to totally omit veronica all these other resident evil games that um, came out in between the sequel or sequel games yeah they're like they're like using it as like a i guess a different launching point right yep or like this is what happened during resident evil 4 or this is what happened during resident evil 5 Mm -hmm. like fine whatever um but in certain horror games actually take well learn from konami god damn it <laughs> capcom they i've noticed oh we're gonna create tension by like making our enemies bullet sponges or not just bullet sponges, a fucking sponge. They just taking up all these fucking hits, and you just one good hit, and you're out. It's like, hey, remember, remember those things that you spent so much time collecting throughout every single level, and uh, have been harboring in case of emergency because you realize how little of this resource there is. Yeah, get rid of all of it in ten seconds, and have the feeling of nothing happened anyways. It's like, like, what is the fucking point? Like, what is like? And people say, well, you just don't play it. I haven't played it. <laughs> In a good 20 years, I haven't played well, <laughs> like, no, it. Why don't you case, just not play? It's like, that's exactly what I was doing before you brought up this conversation. Like, for the last 21 years, I have not fucking played it. And I went, well, besides um, Dead Space. And uh, this is where we get into Dead Space. Dead Space has been keeping up this tradition. Well, up until... Everybody said, good thing you haven't played 3. I am so fucking curious about Dead Space 3. I need to fucking play it. See where everybody's been. I've heard th 3 was not as good as the other two. So, like, I need to play it. 
<laughs> but <laughs> Dead Space 2 does the same thing. Got you. Except for they give you fucking monsters like the Resident Evil games, but you can actually kill Mr. X and Nemesis. But the regeneration monster. It's like you get Oh the, right. You get the jettison them out of the space. Yeah. They're a jettisoned into space. If they land anywhere, they're literally the name of the fucking monster. They can't die unless you throw them in the fucking sun. <laughs> and last time I checked, they weren't near no fucking star. <laughs> You're like, it's all dead space. Motherfucker, <laughs> it's the name of the game. It's uh, like, bitch, do you see the name that's on the cover? No, it's just... Like, like, they just break the fourth wall, and Isaac just starts pointing into the sky, and you I, see, like, the name of Dead Space backwards as if, like, we're looking at it from underneath. Like, the only games that I've noticed that have broken this mold is the House of the Dead games. If you really see <laughs> think about it. The House of the Dead. It's just a, it's literally a run-in shooter. Yeah, yeah. With the best English voice acting I've ever heard in my life. Mm-mm-mm. Or Time Splitters, that arcade classic. Oh my god. Man, it's been a while. Pointing those guns like this. Reload. And all you do is move yeah. your hand Reload. down. Reload. <laughs> Boom. Going back. Um, yep. Oh my god. I remember that, that, that takes me back. That actually does take me back to like arcades when they very. Right before they went out. Right before they went out, man. Yeah. Rail shooters. There we go. Rail shooters. I was getting it wrong. Oh, that's what they're called, right? Yep, rail what? shooters. I think my favorite modern rail shooter after Time Crisis, um, because I, I, I really stopped caring about Time Crisis after 3. <laughs> but um, but I think like the one that I know that I go to every time I go back to like a Dave & Buster's or when I used to um, was Ghost Recon, the one with like the full SMG controller. I've never been to a Dave & Buster's. Dude, I gotta take you to Dave and Buster's when we can. I got. It's the only. Pl- it's the only place. It's the only place that still has kind of like, well, the only place that I know of that isn't like a like a small place in LA that charges out the ass. I know because there is there is a couple of arcades. We there is yeah. old school arcades that do charge that uber fucking expensive. There is an yeah, arc. Exactly. There is an arcade. Well, when conventions can be a thing, there is an arcade convention. Dude, that'd be sick. Oh my Wait, god! You, you, ne- you never seen it before? No. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. No, I haven't. But I just realized there is a place that I went to in like Temecula, and they open up like every like it was like two times a year. Now I don't know, but I gotta look it up again. But basically, it's like this dude owns two full storage warehouses, and he filled the entire like the entire storage warehouses full of restored pinball machines in one warehouse and the other side is all restored arcade games from like the 19 from like the 1980s up until now like practically everything you've ever seen and i i swear the games are all um they're all made to where they're infinite uh uh usages and you just pay to enter and you just pay for the time um, well, it is, and, it is cool. and you can play every fucking 80s game. They even had the Tron game, like the one that you sit in like a like a like mini roller coaster style deal. 
If you do not move, Hardy one. Like one of these days, I got to remember the name of this place. I got to look it up now. But um, for sure, when that thing is a thing again, I have to take you because it was only, it wasn't that crazy expensive. And it's like, you, you go, like, you don't pay for the time. You just pay for entrance. And all the games are already made. So that way, like, you don't have to put in tokens. You just play for as long as you want. Um, it sounds like the, the, the arcade convention I was telling you about. <laughs> Like damn, dude, that's crazy. Like that's we should do that one of these days. We should take, we should make that a, a, an actual like video. <laughs> the one I was th- was talking about. You already got to meet Steve Weeby. Oh shit! Um, and is that the? Is that I love the, that dude. Is that the same asshole who has the hot sauce co- company? Uh, wait, which one? It was, I remember, um, oh my god, Fistful of Coins. The Pac-Man situation, it was, and it was Steve Weeby and, um... Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. That doesn't ring a bell for me for some reason. You don't remember the Pac-Man thing? Oh my fucking god. What Pac-Man thing? Hold on, what am I missing here? The Pac- it was the Pac-Man controversy, Mrs. Pac-Man controversy. Oh, the top score controversy thing? Yeah. Oh, I heard about that, but wait, was he involved in that? This is Pac-Man. Hold on. Contro. Huh. <laughs> Why am I pronunciating? Ver. God damn it. Con- <laughs> You're like, I'm not sure what this was. But okay, so but what was the story? What was it about? What happened? Like, what is your Cliff Notes version? Uh, think of talk about something. <laughs> well, there's a there's a place that my cousins were telling me about, also out in Temecula, just because I've been visiting them out in that area that I kind of want to go to. Um, that I guess is also like a, uh, I guess it's also like a like a bar, kind of like. Um, I'm not sure if it's a brewery or just like a cocktail place, but it's called Coin Op Game Room, and I guess it's also got like a lot of the the older like coin operated uh, arcade style games and stuff. But supposedly it's pretty cool. I heard like we passed out. there. It's like I yeah, heard, that's I like yeah, like we like I went to go visit them like two weeks ago, and we drove through downtown Temecula and we saw it. And I remember like I've been wanting to go back there like to 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 actually check it out. You know. Um, his name is Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. Okay. Oh, wait, that name does ring a bell. It was about, it was the Conjurers of the Pac-Man. Um, they was, like, did Steve Weeby actually achieve that score? And Billy Mitchell went back and, um, reclaimed the score. Nobody doesn't like him because he's an asshole. He's a dick. But it was, it was, a like, I think I want to say three, well before the pandemic. <laughs> it was, yeah. And well before the GCR. There was a video game uh, convention. I want to say, not Pacoma. Was it? Oh, I did hear about this. I'm looking at this. Yeah, the Pac-Man Donkey Kong thing. Yep. Yeah, I do remember this. Yep. Now you remember. But back to yeah, it's been it's been so long since I thought about this that I it's like one of those memories that's like in the back of my head, buried somewhere. But to go back on um, what we were talking about in terms of horror games. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm still taking my own advice. I'm never playing them. Um, I have Doom <laughs> um, and Doom Eternal in my queue. Except for like... The, they have I mean, the, they're the exception because one they're dealing. I wouldn't with, consider that horror. I call it metal horror because yeah, that's closer. I can't. I'm not gonna do that guitar noise sounds, but yeah, I mean, Eternal didn't have um, Mick Gordon anymore, and I, I was kind of salty about that. Yeah. What can you do? Um, I know. I know. And plus, everybody's like, all you need is the shoddy Bugatti and you're good. I was like, yeah, shotgun does everything. Um, yeah. Hey, the shotgun is badass as hell, but like, I, I don't know about you. Did you finish Doom Eternal? There's no way you're finishing that with just the shotgun. I said I was not playing Doom Eternal. I'm sorry, not not Doom Eternal, Doom 2016. I'm, I'm not playing that either. Ah, I'm not gotcha. playing no horror adjacent games ever. I wouldn't honestly consider it horror. I would say it's it's more on the gore. It's more what's it? I heard I heard it called a different term the other day, and I forgot. Like because I bought a, a Steam game that's like the same kind of file. Does it? I thought I, does it deal with de- um, with demons and monsters? Yeah, yeah, it, and it a, does. But and that's a, what I mean. Like a, it's the, in a different plane of hell. Yes. No. But what I mean is that that specific style like monsters plane of hell like kind of quick like movement shooter multiple guns like low ammo kind of thing but is there that pe- that but is that there, stuff but is uh-huh. there people possessed i think so but, it is um, a horror game <laughs> oh no i'm not saying it's not i'm just saying i heard it called a different term the other day and, and i'm trying to remember what that term is like it's called like a boom shooter or some shit like that here, here's here's my thing you you know i don't follow trends you know i give two fiddly fucks and two tears in the bucket you know me i know i'm just making conversation i i, I you're making conversation but to that individual i don't give a fuck what you not to you christian to that individual i'm speaking oh. directly to you it is a horror game fight me on the side of the street i will win i'm a dirty okay. fighter <laughs> i'm just gonna uh, so so I would say it is a mature shooter or a mature shooter. I wouldn't consider it a horror game only because horror elicits is supposed to elicit the the feeling of being scared as its basis or whereas yeah. things like Doom and Proteus I think are aimed towards audiences that are obviously desensitized to that kind of stuff or angry. or at the very least are not are not inherently scared by the imagery on screen. Or- like if you know that your audience isn't supposed isn't supposed to be scared and they're supposed to tolerate it i would argue it's not a horror thing or anger because i or get, anger i get visibly angry with horror games mm, i don't get scared okay. i get visibly angry got you like i the same time you know actually I, for years i thought isaac's first words was oh shit during dead mm-hmm. space no that was me Oh, you like your first words were oh shit. <laughs> because at the end, that boss battle in Dead Space 1, I wasn't expecting a skyscraper sized fucking alien monster. Yeah. I yeah, was like enough. I was like, oh shit. I think the last game that, that elicited that for me was recently was when I started Near Automata. <laughs> 
And once again, baby, you talking about that fucking game? What is the fuck is near? I talk, I talk about the games that I'm currently playing that excite me. Sue me if they're old. No, 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 no. Everyone is talking about it. They've been talking about it for the last month. I'm like, and and I'm I'm being super lazy. I'm, I don't want to go online and be like search search for it. It's a it's a it's an anime style kind of like a, J- a JRPG game mm-hmm. where um it's a it's a third person kind of like open not open world but like open environment kind of uh roaming uh jrpg style thing like but um basically the as far as i know because i know very little i'm actually going into the game pretty blind i've managed to not really know anything about it but uh but sorry from sorry to interrupt uh real quick the only reason why i was asking about that because you're not the only one who just discovered like the group the group i'm in they Uh all was like how wide it took us so long to find this game that type of that was is that type of, i think much- it's because i think it's because it's on game pass now there you go like a lot of people are are playing it because now it's on game pass i i know that's why i'm playing it because it's on game pass now there, there, i guess there's the answer because <laughs> i mean like yeah it and that is i think that's a gift in terms of microsoft because We'll get back to horror because we was you asked the question about horror movies, so we'll get back to that in a minute. Yeah. But, By the uh, way, I dropped you the link of the game, so you can tell me if you it, like. It looks very much like a Doom clone, but it it's I don't think it's a horror thing. But you tell me. Yeah, we, well, this is just the link. It's so, oof, oh, oh my god, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it looks like a Doom wannabe. Yeah, it's it's inspired off of off of the uh, uh, the retro aspect of Doom and Wolfenstein and that kind of stuff. They said previous work. They worked on Wolfenstein and they worked on Doom. Yeah, these are two developers that that worked on this. They're like, yeah, Singularity, Bioshock, Wolfenstein, Call of Duty, Doom, Super Lucky's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's I love like, that. It's like I a, love that. It's like a Doom clone. Yeah. yeah, but it's honestly, I would say it's more like a Doom love letter because this is the game. Like I've played Doom Eternal. This game makes me feel more satisfied and more nostalgic of original Doom than Doom Eternal did. And even though the graphics look really retro in these still images, like, yes, it's specifically trying to look like this style, but when you actually play it on the hardware, it looks gorgeous. Like, it competes with, like, I'd say graphically the way it performs, it looks great. It looks like... And I'm really into that style. They're trying to make it look like a classic 1993 first-person shooter, which Doom was. Exactly. But with the upscaling, like, you can tell it's rendered... To look like it can be on a PS4 or a PS5. A hundred percent. And when you play that, you get exactly that feeling. This so, is what I wish Doom Eternal was. So it would be like, to give it in context for, you, for the audience, Streets of Rage 5 looks fucking gorgeous. I mean, Streets of Rage yes. 4 looks... I, I And I need to keep on playing that because it really is fun. But it's, it's, Streets of Rage is, is the game that you need to play with friends, not just on your own. That's, that's and see, it it's on Game Pass. Let me know. <laughs> I have it on the PlayStation. I have it on. I have. I think it's cross platform. There you go. There we go. Streets of Rage playthrough. GCR. There you go. There you go. Um, and also the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that's going to be coming out later this year. Ooh yes. 
that looks retro, but it's really mo- it's like they even said it during the Nintendo um, press conference early, like two months ago that this is done the gr- from the ground up, but it does look like the old 1990s um, arcade game. Yeah, and you can, yeah, and but each turtle has their own. Like, you can differentiate not just because not only because they're headbands, but the way how they're standing and how they run. Yeah, like their actual character models are different because we can do that now. It's not just color changing because it was the same model like back then. Like they're really pulling from like, I like when a game is studio, like Insomniac with the Spider-Man series. Well, so far it's becoming the Spider-Man series for Insomniac games. Um, But you got the source material there. You got countless of animation, animated movies and games for Turtles. So they're probably coming they, in. They're probably teenage Mutant turtles are 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 global are definitely global icons on the level of Spider Man, Superman, and Batman. Yeah, easily. So everyone is a fucking. I don't care who you are. You are a fan of Ninja Turtles. So I can't wait to play that. That would be. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. But um, back to what you was asking about in terms of horror movies and my um dislike why they're connected with the like. Right. I would watch. I don't want another motherfucking zombie movie. Stop with these fucking zombie movies. And yeah, I think zombies were cool until everybody started like oversaturating the market. Oh Not that God. it got cool popularly. It's just that there's way too much zombie content out there. Like I was uh, like twenty. I want another twenty-eight days later. Yeah, but you realize twenty-eight days later. The reason there is a twenty-eight days later, quote unquote. Is because not only just because it was like a good zombie movie, it was also not common around the time that it came out. Yep, and then which is impossible to do now. But then the one with Jeremy Renner um, was, was I think it was forty eight weeks later, right? No, twenty eight weeks later. It was 20, the same, but like twenty eight weeks. Twenty eight weeks later. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. Did Killian Murphy die off screen on that one? It was just so different. Just I think, different. I think it was off screen. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I think it was a different. I don't remember twenty eight weeks later as well as I remember twenty eight days. I know. I actually I need to pick that. I need to pick that movie up because I want. I want to say a different. Mm -hmm. But because when twenty eight weeks later came out, I think The Walking Dead was already going to come out. We was already getting an abundance of zombie movies by this point. The Walking Dead jumped on real early. Um. So the well, I want to say the Walking Dead comics was already out. There was already an abundance. Oh, the comics. Of, the comics. The uh, there was already an abundance of zombie movies by this point. Got you. Got you. But twenty the twenty eight the the weeks and days series was so great because this ain't normal fucking zombies. These people, in a way, still like make you question. Yeah, they're doing uh, like they're acting like fast running fucking zombies but yeah it's like in a way they still have thoughts and memories there's a reason that we call them slow zombies fast zombies and george romero zombies yep there's and, a reason for that and like i thought that fucking movie was good like rose like and you getting good fucking actors in these movies yeah but see then again when you say we need another 28 days later is a lot like saying i don't it's a lot no, like saying 
we need another we need another you know uh uh it's a wonderful life or any other thing that you would consider i mean i don't know why i chose that one i haven't even seen yeah, that. that that's but, yeah, that was like you could have just like i could have uh, said anything and i don't know why i chose that yeah. but point my point is you can say that about a lot of movies with great directors it's like we were literally earlier talking about how it was a quote certain things are a love letter to george romero and you say again the george romero movie it's like yeah dude it was great because it was a george romero movie but here's the like thing, we need another great director to make mo- movies like that pretty much what i'm trying to say is in terms of gaming wise they need to let up with this inventory and ammo system like like i'm not saying make it easier because i know people are there's like a big debate video games are becoming too easy like don't play on casual or story mode those are for people who want to enjoy the story yeah i for one i i don't like this debate of like should games be you know harder or easier now it's like no like we have the fucking technology to give you both yeah give us the option and for people who want it harder you'll play it harder for those that want to enjoy the story play the story because otherwise some people will never play the game otherwise yeah. and that's a shame that's true but um what I, the main complaints in terms of horror games is because of combat um, not in terms of like the execution of the story, just more in terms of combat and the inventory system because it really makes no sense why we're spending. And everybody's like, "Man, I put in like thirty, forty-eight hours." That thirty, forty-eight hours you're putting in is because you're constantly dying because you're constantly putting a full clip and you go for a shotgun that you think you had ammo. No, you let off that all that ammo for the shotgun on two, three fucking zombies that you killed fifteen minutes prior. And so your time, your end time is because you are constantly running around fighting shit to get through the game. I I understand your gripe. You know, However, a, I would like to also point out the fact that fucking, how many hours do you have in, in Mass Effect? Hold and- on. It's <laughs> a fucking scavenger hunt horror game. There you go. Now you're oh you, scavenger you, hunt. Okay, okay, yeah, I could see that. Now, I can see the frustrating part. However, there are people who are who do like that stuff specifically, and that's fine. Not me. Now you was that's you true. brought up Mass Effect before I was going to go into why directors and horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Dire- now the Mass Effect trilogies and Dragon Age trilogies. It's not the scavenger hunting type of things. It's not the Easter yeah. type of things. It's you know, we'll get into story-based video games because as, I've been, I've as been, soon I've, as you sent Scavenger Hunt, it put it into more perspective for me. Um, because I've been playing Emily's Way, and I'm in my because we I even said in our DD group I'm in my feels. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll give my my review on Emily's Way three impromptu review, but um, in terms of horror horror movies and why I would like more movies like because it was the level of act like. This is a horror type setting with a little mm-hmm. bit of action, but there is some good drama in these twenty eight days and twenty eight weeks later movies. Got you. It's more than just the horror the, aspect. The horror aspect, like you want that plot of of like drama between the characters. Yeah, like, Jim, like there was in twenty eight weeks later. I do remember this part. A kid got affected. He did not turn. And then Jeremy Renner is going through, him and Rose Byrne are going through this whole movie protecting these kids and making sure they get out before so then, it, before Idris Elba 
blows up the fucking city. And so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say uh-huh. what happens to Jeremy Renner, but people were pissed about what happened to Jeremy Renner. <laughs> so then I'm curious, is your example of a good horror movie that you like, please tell me if I'm wrong or if you haven't seen it, but is your example something like The Mist? Oh, I love The Mist. But no. They, okay. Okay. I oh, think I'm on. starting to understand no, no, a little. If you love The Mist, I'm understanding you I, a little bit more actually, when it comes me, to your horror taste. Let me. I actually like. Um, oh, my God. The name was there. The name was fucking there. Upgrade. Which one? Oh, Upgrade. That is a good horror movie. Because here's. It's, but it's a layered horror movie. Okay. Because not only. It has fridging in it. All right, let's get that out the way. It has oh, fridging okay. in it. But there's layers to it because you're dealing with an AI where you find out what the AI wants to do to your body. And mm-hmm. then you have the gore. But the gore makes sense because the level of uh, weaponry that's in <laughs> this movie. It's mm-hmm. like if Ghost in the Shell and all of the cyborgs in Ghost in the Shell were placed into a, a like action horror movie. But then you have to deal, and it's like Ghost in the Shell is like the whole the overall point of Ghost in the Shell is: Do you have a soul? Yeah. Hence the term ghost. Ghost is in terms of for the terms of the name for a soul. So, but here in Upgrade, you're dealing with an AI who wants your body, and you don't know what the fuck the AI wants to do with it, and when it has it. Have you ever seen the movie um, Circle? The fuck is that? It's a movie on Netflix. You might like it. Like uh, you might like it because it's all. It is a. It is a quote unquote horror movie, but it is literally all about answering the question. It's literally all about the question: Why is this happening to us, and how are we making sense of this? Right. And it's it's a, it's an indie it's an indie horror movie. I think it's indie movie, uh, horror movie, but I saw it on Netflix a while ago. I don't know if it's still on there, but it's but it was good. It's just called Circle, and it's one of those one room movies. Mm, ooh, I'm I'm I hate movies that are just in a specific like Saw is the exception because even my brother was like, you, you just watch it, just try to sit through it. If you can't get through it, we're done. And I was like, cool, because I hate when this um. Certain when certain movies said just in a specific room, I need you. To, I, one, need, I need I, I need people to spoil it for me in order for me to so watch here, it. That is like the okay, one time me I to, need somebody to spoil it. To get, do you want me to spoil some some a little bit, but enough, just enough? I say for this one, when we're not recording. Okay, but there I would say uh, the only thing I will say is that in the one room, it starts with like. 40 people. Wait a minute. Is this like, um, there was a fucking movie. Or it was maybe like, 30. It was, like, it, was like a, it was like a platform. And then it kept yeah. on, like. The platform changing one, yeah. It's, it's like something similar to that. It, it, it is. It has a platform in it, yeah. When it deal with people with moral conjuries and shit like that? Yeah. I'm good. Oh, you heard about it? Yeah, or seen it? Yeah. Now, now that I we kept on talking about the, yeah, I'm good. Got those, you. those are the type of movies that will piss me off. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super. It will piss you off. It's one of those. Be warned yeah. if anybody's going to watch it. It will yeah. piss you off. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I'm not, I, it, the pictures come to my head, and I remember my brother watching it, and I watched a clip quick. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it, and it there, with, like, and it there are people that will make you hate them in that. Like, on purpose, that's their character. And it, you're supposed to fucking hate them. There was a scene that dealt with a child, and they let the child die. And I was like, no, I'm never watching this. Because this was when, this was in my, this literally last year, around this time last year, I was in my horror kick. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, because now we're going into what you was saying, like, what I'd like and dislike in horror movies. Trick or treat is the exception where I don't mind seeing kids get killed because trick or treat. Every- oh, for the, okay, for the record, you don't see the kid get killed, but no, the kid does die. No, no <laughs> the kids, the kids in the school bus. That little girl uh, with Jack, uh-huh. like trick. If y'all never seen trick or treat, it is basically the untold rules that you, that you should already know in terms of Halloween. And you've seen everyone break these in each vignette that all takes place in the single night of that night in different vignettes. What's going on? What's happening to these people? And I, the reason why I liked it because everybody gets it. Not just like it's not specific. It's not targeting on race or anything. It's just like everybody gets it. Like it yeah. hits you right off the bat at the start of the movie. And then you get, like, I like it when either everyone lives or everyone dies. Yep. And, <laughs> and you get some unexpected twists and turns, and then you get um one with um oh my fucking god. He was in Super Troopers um as their captain. Oh, oh my god. Um, um yeah. Oh god, why can't I remember his name? I know who you're talking about though. But, him uh, him him fighting Jack. That fucking pumpkin hit the in that end fight. I was like Oh my I was laughing. Oh my god! It's like it's on the level of Shaun of the Dead, but it does get into levels like where it does get like really like if you can't deal with horror, like it, it will get to certain parts of the movie that does delve into that part, but then into certain parts where you just like they fucking deserve it. Let's <laughs> go! Um, I I used to be I used to be that I used to be that that like younger teenager that would go to horror movies with my cousin and we would just like sit in the back and rag on the movie the whole time and that was like the purpose Ooh. that was like the point we used to be those those people Ooh. like not in a crowded theater like we okay. would just do it enough to ourselves okay because that was like <laughs> no 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 not let me be clear it's not it's not to like it's not to fuck with anybody else's time but we would purposely sit all the way in the back and and go to like movies that we thought were going to be dumb anyways that didn't have a lot of people like a week after they had already aired or not aired but you know was, like started showing and we'd go to like the daytime shows too like uh, like when it's less people and stuff but we would go specifically because we knew that we weren't going to be scared by the movie and we would just sit there and make fun of everything i would actually say that i would i'm going to assume 2010 around 08 2010 around there if you really look at it now that's not indicative anymore because now theater is a lot more i don't know it could be because of the mcu or because of these new blockbusters even during the day it can get packed like deadpool was oh out yeah for like, deadpool was like at the time was out like for three weeks already and i went to i finally got to be able to see it and it was still yeah. during like two in the afternoon it was still packed 
Damn, like, I remember. I, like, I remember. My my shit was always going to the theater during the week because I grew, I grew up homeschooled, so this was you know like a, a a thing I got to do. I know it's something I got to do, but like you was sometimes to- I would I would push my homework or I I do it earlier or do you know change it around a little bit to where I would go in the mornings, go in the morning like on a Thursday or a Wednesday at like ten. Nobody's freaking there, and it's so nice. Right, but now. Um, but now, yeah, now I don't know. Yeah, now it's um, everybody's a movie reviewer. <laughs> um, everyone's like, hey, theaters are packed now. And now I can see why movie theaters are struggling to get back to the way they were in these last, shit, seven yeah. years. Dude, there used to be an AMC that I used to go to in San Diego with my cousin all the time where it was on Wednesdays. It was a regular AMC, too, which was the weirdest thing to me because I've never heard of any AMC doing it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just didn't get go out that much. Probably it's just me. But it was an AMC near us that, like, on Wednesdays before, I think it was, like, on Wednesdays before 2, every, all all tickets were, like, 5 bucks. What are you, what are you new here? That, that's been a thing for the last few years. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's just me. It's it was just probably you. just me then. It's okay. you. Then it, was, then it was just me. But point is, I used to do that shit all the time, and I loved it. Like I don't, I I was a I was a homeschool kid that didn't go out other than that, so it was probably just me. Um, but anyways, the regal. But anyways, I used regal, to love doing that shit. The regal by me for nine dollars IMAX for nine dollars. Nice. No, but we'd get IMAX for like we'd get IMAX for like for oh no I'm sorry it yeah it was like regular for three bucks and IMAX for like five. Yep. Well. Now, because of inflation, and now for some reason I don't know why it's inflation. Now it went. It was 2017, so pre-end game. It was sad to say pre-end. That's true. That was all pre-end game. That was all pre-end game. That's very true. You can like it was. I remember this specifically: seven dollars for IMAX, five dollars on Tuesdays. Now, yeah. after end game, it has bumped up to six dollar Tuesdays, nine dollar for IMAX. Man, I miss going to the movies. I miss going to the movies. I really want to go watch Demon Slayer so bad. Me, not so much. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like I used to go to the movies all the time. Like the movies was like my shit. I grew up doing that. Mm-hmm. It's what I would do like all the time. That's what I mean. Like I would go to the movies all the time to go watch stuff. Like I uh, right now, I still currently live like ten minutes away from my local theater. So it's like I like Same it's way. just the shit that I used to do by myself for fun. Yeah. Um. I'm I would be I'm actually glad. Well, no, Star Wars is still the last fucking movie I seen. <laughs> you at least gotta watch one more movie in theaters for that to not be the case anymore. I would it would have been good if I only seen Endgame or far no actually far from. I'm about to drop a bomb. I do not like the Tom Holland Spider Man movies. And I, I, I am. This is the I, news, man. And I, You've been saying this. I have. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Very vocally, you've been saying this. Well, I am not looking forward to um, Far From Home. But not Far From Home. Um, it's like, hold on, I'm gonna drop a bomb, Desi. I like D and D. What the fuck is that new Spider movie gonna be called? Away from. Uh, um, what was it? Spy. Uh, oh crap! Why am I forgetting it? See, uh, it was. Um... I know. Hey, crap. Ho- We're home- horrible. We're horrible. Homecoming. Far from Hold home. on. 
No way home. No way home. I am. No way home. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm. I'm really not. Yeah, and, I mean, on the on account of the fact that neither of us could fucking remember the name. I yeah, I, I I kind of weirdly agree. Like, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not exactly excited. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna repeat it. If, if I already said it, that means I already gave a reason why I just like these Spider-Man movies. Yeah. If if you would like me to to remind the audience of that, um, the reason that you have said many times why you do not like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is not only like the way that they've presented him, but specifically the fact that you are tired of more than anything of teenage Spider-Man. That like, what and, is, the- and that hit, and this is something that. These Spider-Man movies are doing that the CW movie, CW um, heroes are doing. The hero is being over reliant with a supporting crew. Mm-hmm. It's you, not like every ever since. Like, are you saying that it might be something that's indicative of like ever since Avengers, people have been starting to put their interest more towards team ups mm-hmm. without necessarily having to have like and like producers are trying to figure out ways to like do that stuff, but without having to host an entire like plethora of heroes that they have to flesh out and it's easier to just do one hero and then give him a shit ton of people around him mm, um arrow came out before the avengers came out arrow okay. arrow was relying on other people besides oliver queen true but arrow was also one of the first cw shows in like our recent history history to do that with the dc con- uh, dc canon and then we could go forward with i'm talking about singular type heroes so like yeah we knew with the mcu that it was going to lead to the avengers i'm talking about characters who was always relying on their own so like mm-hmm. green arrow flash spider-man those heroes who were relying who don't technically have sidekicks mm-hmm are constantly in teams like so like spider-man if you look at the farmer home he's always relying on having a counselor or someone older than him to guide him away instead of if you're really going towards the comic books and i was like it's just the comic book i get it, it's the comic books but spider-man was always able to do things on his own like yeah. That's kind of the point. I think That's, they neutered that when they decided to make his main suit something that he couldn't achieve on his own. Yeah. And he's always I think that's where they neutered it. And he's always relying on the Stark tech cuz it was like no he did. What did he use in Far From Home to make his new fucking suit? Stark tech. Stark tech. Like and then doing stupid decisions like I don't ever like yes, yeah, to make stupid decisions personal wise not on a global fucking scale like he literally fucked himself by like giving... spider-man spider-man is supposed to be able to have that big picture like and i was like that is not like tom holland and like embodies what spider-man is but isn't the execution like and it was what was feige's fault like here's the thing feige is producer in name only he's only He's only being loaned out Spider-Man to be put into an MCU. He has an endgame just in case Sony wants to be like, no. <laughs> he has an endgame on how Spider-Man can be wiped from all the Marvel movies. Yeah. it's We've already seen that they're like at least willing to uh, dust them once. Yeah, so like um, it's all Avi Arad and Sony <laughs> doing this shit. Like the only person who's been f- hired by Feige 
is technically the directors for the Spider-Man, is the director for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he took, he's uh, basically took their director away. He's going to be doing Fantastic Four. Yeah. So, whatever's going on with Sony and Marvel in terms of Spider-Man, I'm ready for them to be like, no, nah, there ain't going to be no more Spider-Man in the MCU. It's going to happen. You know, yeah, it's gonna, it's inevitable, and I hate the fact that it is, but I know it's going to happen. Um, So, and then uh, if that does happen, Tom Holland ain't coming back for a four or five or six. They're going to recast it, because Holland said it. He likes working with these actors. He likes working with these people. He wants to, yeah. he he wants this to be his Harry Potter. Yeah, and uh, I mean for for and for the time being, I think that's the case right now. And and it's a rarity to get an actor today who is not bitching about superhero movies. Sorry, I'm in Lee Blunt. Um, who, yeah. who wants who wants to do these movies like? You can do a superhero like Anthony Mackie, Tom Holland, hell, um, oh my god, I, we really are bad with names today. Um, yeah, we're like especially Robert, bad on names today. Robert Patterson. Oh, okay. Sebastian yeah. Stan. They are proving you can do other stuff besides being a superhero. Like And still be a superhero. Like Tom Holland alone, he had that, um, that uh, movie with Robert Patterson that came out on netflix that her this it turned out a good performance mm-hmm. it was very like a super hard r type of a movie he uh-huh. done he done cherry by the russo brothers him trying to go out of his wheelhouse and play a um a mentally messed up soldier who's turned bank robber like it shows tom holland can fucking act he's even got uncharted that's gonna be coming soon yeah like this fucking kid has grew up long enough to see the start of the MCU, to be part of the MCU and the start of the Uncharted games, and he's now playing Nathan Drake. Yep. And he's fine with it because at least he's acting. Um, Anthony Mackie, he has done Alter Carbon. See, um, uh, they uh, changed the name. They changed the name of that fucking army movie. He plays a robot in this movie on Netflix, which is really good. Um, with the dude from, um, I know his name is Idris, but, um, and they changed what? it. It was, it was called syncratic, but they changed oh, okay. Originally it was called syncratic, but they changed the name of it. But, uh, Anthony Mackie has done that. He's done a movie with Frank Grillo with him playing what Anthony Mackie playing the nurse. I was like, oh, okay. You're a nurse now. <laughs> um, like Sebastian Zan is playing Tommy Lee. And seriously, yeah. If y'all yeah, have you seen those photos? I've seen those photos. Now, if y'all haven't seen those photos, of like him, Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee, but Lily James, holy fucking shit! Right, the transformation. Like she's a, a gorgeous, and something that shocked me. I thought she. I assumed she was around your age. She's thirty three. Damn. So there is a rarity. Where white people can fool me thinking they look old, um, younger than they are. So it really goes to show, unless you're not on that crack, you don't look your age. <laughs> Little Wayne, who <laughs> is almost 40, who looks 60. Jesus Christ. Literally, <laughs> don't do. Like, 
get prescribed drugs. This is your PSA, people. Get prescribed drugs. Don't be like these rappers who take these drugs, raps about said drugs, and end up looking 60 years old. Be yeah. like be like Drake. Be healthy. Be like J. Cole. <laughs> Chase your dreams at 36. He's playing basketball in Africa right now while he dropped a new record that everyone is raving about. Mm-hmm. Be like them. Healthy and following your dreams. Or you can be like Lil Wayne and look butt asshole ugly looking like on the level of the penguin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of the penguin, Colin Farrell looks unrecognizable as the penguin in the Batman. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I don't think I've actually seen him, though. And that's on the level of, once again, Lily James looking like Pamela Anderson because Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to holler. I'm going to holler. At oh, my God. Told you, Colin Farrell do not look like Colin Farrell. Yeah, no, he looks like Penguin. He looks like like Cobblepot, man. Holy shit. Yeah. So the Batman's going to be very interesting. Um, but yeah, that is our talk on horror movies and all that shit. <laughs> we don't, we, <laughs> Welcome I, to that portion of the podcast. As soon as, we, as soon as we talked about Lily James, that just went deep. That derailed. No, derailed. That's, yeah, that's, we're switching tracks. Because... Because I did, I, I did not see Mamma Mia. I'm not gonna watch those movies. <laughs> Damn. Uh, this is like this, this is legit impressive. Yeah. Of like him, him as Penguin. That's that's crazy. Baby Driver is the first. Yes, there's problematic actors, Ansel Elgort, and then we all know about Kevin Spacey. So fuck Kevin Spacey. Um, but I was like, oh my god, she is cute. I am loving this character, and then. Now we come to this, and I'm like, whoa. Like, I I have not seen Downton Abbey. I will be willing to watch Downton Abbey. I've seen the first couple. It's good. I need to keep watching it. I might watch Downton Abbey just for Lily James now. But, <laughs> just, wow. But, um, speaking of romance. <laughs> uh-huh. I played Emily's Away 3. That came out April 17th. What, how how is Emily's Away three? If you played Emily's Away two, you're going to be on an emotional roller coaster. Like um in Emily's Away two, just to give context, it takes you back in the year where AOL Messenger was a thing. No, oh, God, those um, were the dark ages. <laughs> I only spent uh, one semester doing AOL Messenger. It was I. It was I. I remember. I do remember having um, either Transformers or Dragon Ball Z as my icon, though. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was that was me. And that, that my senior high school, because I finally had people to talk to in my senior high school. And that's what you're doing essentially in Emily's Away Three. You're in your senior year of high school. You have two romance options of either Emily or Evelyn. That's Emily's Away Two. Now we come to three. This is set in the year 2008. So this is at the start of Facebook. Facebook? But in this world, it's called Facebook. Of course it is, because they don't want to get sued. Yeah. 
and it's made technically by one person, Kyle Seeley. And great fucking soundtrack from this dude. Really? He, he really, like, he has LCD um, sound system, Prodigy, um, Senses Fail, Tool, thre- um, Against Me, um, a per- not a perfect, a perfect Circle, Snow Patrol. Like, he's pulling from ED, uh, electronic, um, indie, punk, pop punk, punk, a um, little bit of hip hop here and there. Um, so like, it's, for it's Emily, extremely 2008, extremely 2008 <laughs> and like literally just type in, in this way three on um, Spotify, someone made a playlist of all the music that was in or some of the music that they was able to pull. I'm going to have to check that out. Oh my God. And I'm like, holy shit. Now for me in 2008, I was already 21, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So, and I did not use Facebook until I was about 25. So I really did I did I was not in that era of um, MySpace or the, the the MySpace era. So or like I I even said I only spent like a good half a semester on AOL Messenger. Oh, so you never got into it like yeah. Yep. So I was like and plus I didn't really have really that much friends, just like people to just like who was in class who was willing to talk to me about was about it. But I yeah. mainly kept to myself. You're like, why do I want to talk to them? Yeah, because I really do not like any of those people. Was... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, you're not going to use a messaging thing if you don't want to message people in general. Yeah. But it was like you was forced to do it in school because the teachers were well aware of this. So, like, you set one up. So, I was like, well, fine. And they only, you only get a fucking message if someone missed class and you're like, oh, my fucking God, this is the homework. Like yeah. that was about it, and we still do that shit to this day. If you're on social media, yo, I wasn't in class, but except for we now have um, smartphones, you can actually take a picture of the shit. Yeah, now you can take a picture, or you can use it to message somebody. Uh, Fuck you, come to class. I'm not taking pictures for you again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but you do have two options. Um, you can. These are subtle options in terms of choosing who to romance, though. Because God. if you romance one, you don't talk. You will sparingly not talk to the other, like here and there throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you gotta assume they're messaging each other in the background. No, I'm just joking. Not really. <laughs> um, Emily's way too, though. Both Evelyn and Emily will eventually talk to one another. Oh shit! And they will talk about you as the of the player. Oh, I was joking. Oh my God, he thought about this. So that's just in Emily's Away 2. And for that one, hint, you tell the fucking truth in that one. On both ends. So when they eventually talk about you, they both know who you are so you can get a good ending. Isn't that uh isn't that like honestly like Real That's life. so funny that that leads to the good ending because that kind of weirdly does like <laughs> I would tell somebody the same exact advice if they were actually asking me. Like, oh, how do I talk to these chicks? What do I say? Blah, 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 blah. Tell the fucking truth! <laughs> yeah, like, to give you an example, Christian, if you're going to play Emily's Little Way 2 before 3. Okay. Um, now, where's the one I'm not talking about Emily's Little Way? Emily is Away 1 is not actually on Steam anymore for some weird reason. I was about to ask, why are we not mentioning one? It's not on Steam for some weird reason, so I'm like, there is YouTube videos of people playing it, 
and in their feelings because none of, so far I have not seen anyone get a good ending on that one on that fucking game. Damn. On two and three, it's mixed on good endings, and it, but there's a lot of bad endings on Emily's Away. So for two and three, but one I see nothing but bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's for the, for the second one. If one asks, "Do you drink?" and the, Emily's like, let's say Evelyn asks, "Do you drink?" and you say yes. And if Emily will ask you the same exact question, but it'll be worded differently, you got to catch that shit. You're going to be asked the same questions, but it's going to be worded differently. Like if it's two, really two different people, you two different people ask you the same question, but it's different. Got you. It's like a scantron. Yeah. <laughs> so through that whole thing, I kept on saying, give them the same answer of the type of music that I like, which is what really what I like. I like, I like emo punk. So I'm gonna be talking about Incubus. I'm gonna be talking about well, Incubus is more on the emo alternative side, but I'm gonna be talking about like Rage Against the Machine, Thrice, Deftones, Incubus. Like if I'm really like that type of music, I'm not gonna be talking about Snow Patrol or Def Cap for Cutie. Nothing wrong with them. Oh, but what do they like? What music do they like? <laughs> but. Evelyn is more on the indie emo scene, while Evelyn is on the hip hop punk. Why do I? Why do I really want to watch you play Emily's Away Three and act like that friend in the background? Because I would actually be that friend in the background, <laughs> kind of and that would literally just be more immersive. <laughs> kind of funny has done like close to five hour streams playing these games. Jesus. And they never ever get a good ending. And, <laughs> but now we come to me with Emily's Emily's Away 3. Emily's I, Away 3. How is your experience with Emily's Away 3? Both playthroughs I've done to actually give a good concise um review. I've gotten bad endings. Okay. Um on my first playthrough, I didn't go for the title character. I go, I went for Evelyn, who is more like me. I drink, I smoke weed. I like um, minuscule hip hop, but I like obviously pop rock. Now you get to a portion where she's being more, she's being more distant with you and buddy buddy with another guy. You have, you do have options. You can confront her. But do I feel like this is not a good game for somebody with anxiety? Because uh-huh. this feels like it would straight up trigger a lot of my like fucking anxiety. You can confront. <laughs> <laughs> you can confront Evelyn. You can confront her, but ease up, or you can just not deal with, just not say anything at all. Jesus Christ! This does sound like it's gonna trigger my anxiety. Like, wait a minute, what kind of game am I gonna be playing? Where like literally, it's gonna give me the same situations of just being like, well, I hope, I hope that, <laughs> I hope they're thinking this as I type this. And, Holy shit! They and, took it the wrong way. That's not what I meant. Like, yeah, and I'm like, and I'm sitting here like, you sure you want a backseat game on this one? Because you're gonna be the one. I'll be the more calm one. Why you the one flipping out? <laughs> A hundred percent, I would love to backseat game on this anyways. I think the only way I can comfortably play this game is by backseat gaming it. Okay. 
Uh, you know what? We'll do that. I think this is one of those. I think this is one of those where I really want to see where it goes, but I don't think I can play it. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll... we'll... It's confirmed. We'll, you got we'll, it. We'll, it's confirmed. We'll do it. But we'll need to set up Twitch in order for us to do it. I am down because we still have to do the other backseat gaming where you backseat game me on uh, on Dragon Age. This would be my more faster because we can burn through four hours on Emily's Away Two and yeah, that one's that one's a little bit more stream friendly, I'd say right now. Yeah, because everybody's playing Mass Effect and Dragon Age right now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And oversat, just oversaturating Twitch, or is either that or hot tub streams, which is now a thing on Twitch. Yeah, everybody's doing right now Mass Effect, hot tub streams, and Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I, I'd say that's the majority of Twitch at the moment. Yep. I think we'll be a breath of fresh air if we do Emily's away. I'd be so down to. We should we should set that up sometime during the summer. Yes. Yeah. As you guys should be listening along and check us out when we do set that up. Um. So I got I uh, for Envel- for the Evelyn part. I did right. not I did not confront her. I said I trusted oh. her. Okay. Get to senior year. The question is, did you mean it? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you we know, graduate. Year. We break up. Oh, no. I was like... <laughs> I was literally... I was literally in my fingers like... You're like, ow. I was like... This... This feels familiar. I... I did... Ow. I did... I did everything right. I, I did not press... I did, I'm like... Even, even in real life, I was like... <laughs> I, was I like, did everything right. Oh my god! I was I was the perfect boyfriend. I, I no, was, yes. I, I even I even was independent. Was not needy. Needy. I was literally self reflecting on myself. Oh no, Des. I was what? like, oh no, no. I was like, this is similar to what the fuck happened to me. I was gonna ask what a bad ending was. No, I get it now. That is like I, shit. Like I was I was like. It's like, wait a minute, why did it end? Why? Like, I was like, if you really think about it in the context of the game, this is only like a three, six to three month relationship, which technically, which is the normal amount of my fucking relationships. You're like, ow, ow. Like, what the fuck? I was like, oh my God. So wait, is the good ending that you guys continue together past senior year? Yes. Okay. That's the good ending. I mean, okay. Like, um, and I'm so the, interested in watching this, man. I it, really it, am. In the in the final in the final photo is your character with um. So, in my case, the person who I broke up who broke up with me is not <sighs> there. It's not there in the final party. It's basically your. It's you, piece, your best you know? friend. The title character would be there because you didn't romance her, and then your best friend's ex. And y'all, um, uh, well, new new person you've seen in a good photo. Now you're basically you're basically telling me that they made a, a dating simulator game of what it was like to date in like 2008 as a as a young high schooler. That and what's going on with people today? All right, Jesus Christ, man. Now, second playthrough. You think the first, you think my first playthrough, that first playthrough, was any better? Here's the second playthrough. It didn't get any ow. better. It got worse. What happened? Now, ow, now, no. now, I went for the Wait, title the worst character. She, 
the worst she could do is say no, and then it's like, hey, do you want to go out with me? Do you like me? Ill. <laughs> like, Emily's away one, and now I'm going. <laughs> now I'm going for Emily. Everything was going good and fine. I asked her to the prom. She said yes. She said she was happy. She said she needed to go because her dad needs the computer. Here goes my best friend Matt. I'm like yo, some guy's talking to your girl. So this go around. I said, I'm mm. going to confront. Mm-hmm. She called me controlling. I was, like, How am I was I about to say. I was about to say because you guys aren't dating yet, and no, you're not dating. We, no, this time we got to a point where we officially are dating. Oh, okay. We're, if you're officially dating, yeah, it's so, a little different. And with the Evelyn one, we were dating all the way up until we broke up in the middle of the summer before college. So that's with Evelyn. Oh, okay. with Emily, we broke up before the prom. Actually, but yet she dumped me. I just really love the idea. I mean, I know this never happens, but I love the idea that if for some reason somebody started this episode and then fast forwarded out of nowhere or some reason their finger slipped to an and they're 20. on this portion. Exactly. Like if their finger slipped and they're on this portion out of nowhere and they're listening to it right now and have no context of what we're talking about. I just love that this literally sounds like our fucking lives. <laughs> And I, I, confr- I confronted her. I was like, yo, I was like, I don't trust this dude. I don't. And then guess fucking what? We go to the summer. He was talking to another guy. She said he was annoying. He was, he really was trying to come up on her. I was like, I was fucking right. But you still broke up with me. Bro, this, that hurts. I know what that feels like. So she, she still brought it and here here's the kicker. Here is the fucking kicker. It's like no, I'm not. I'm not. He's annoying, but I still talk to him because he's funny when he needs to be. It's okay. It means nothing. Um. So for my ending, she reaches out. We talk. We're friends again. Now I remember I told you on the first playthrough with Evelyn. I'm at the at the end of the um at the summer party. Getting ready for college. Yeah. This go around. I'm not. I'm not in the final photo. With everyone else at the at the bonfire. Ooh, ooh. Evelyn and Emily are back now. You help Evelyn and Emily come to become friends again. They're, they bonded over you. They, they're <laughs> friends again, so you know they you bonded want... over you, bro. Yeah. And, oh, your, and, your, and your own best friend, instead of not going to the fucking party, they go anyway. Oh, oh! I was like, "Fuck this game! I quit." That's damn. You're right. It really did get worse. <laughs> so, it objectively did get worse. Jesus! Oh my God, Kyle Seeley, who hurt you? So. <laughs> Kyle, I just want to hug you. Oh my god! Ow. We can we can do the playthrough for Emily's Way three, but two. I want to do this so bad. Two, I know for sure I'm going to get a good ending. Three <laughs> for Emily's Way three, I don't know anymore. Ow, I want to do this so bad, and I know it's going to suck. But why do I want to do this so bad? You want to see me in pain? You want to see the actual look on my face of going like? For the re- for the record, yes, but I would also argue that you would see me equally as in pain because I would be like backseat gaming that, and I like you am very empathetic of a person. Because I'm like, 
oh my fucking it was like and it's it is real life like are you going to confront your significant other? Do you don't want because the thing? Yeah, it's like then you get accused of being controlling, but then if you don't, it's like you obviously see shit happening, and it's like what the fuck. And you, when you see when you see that you was right, you don't want to say that you was right, but then it's like you're a know it all, and he's you see I'm doing it exactly. right now exactly because then it's like you're a know-it-all and then you're and then at the same time you're just like why was i right i didn't want to be fucking right about this oh no 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 no! i'm the type of person like i told you i was fucking right see this is what happens when you don't fucking listen to me this that's me that is me see Uh, i'm i'm more i'm more the person that is like fuck like why am i confirming or am i the one that's perpetuating the fuck out of like out of out of the situations that I think are going to happen and then help facilitate them by doing that. Jesus Christ, this stream is going to break us. But then here's the thing, though. I'm also the type of person, if you ghosted me, so if you broke up with me, don't expect me to be like, yeah, let's be friends again. No. I, thank I'm, you. That, is, that is me. That is literally... Thank you. I'm the, uh, you ghost me, I'm ghosting you. And oh man! If, if if it's gonna cause a rift between our friends, let it be. I don't ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between that that you lovely people, I think you're getting more out of us in this than we expected. <laughs> like, oh, ow, it hurts. Like fucking a. <laughs> like I do not want to be reliving shit. Why, why did you do this to me, man? Why did you put this information in my head? Because Jesus Christ, ow. <laughs> like, this is why I like being alone for so much. I get it. I get it. But it's healing. Let's 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 do an Emily is away three stream together and feel this fucking pain. <laughs> no, I'd rather do two because I know I'm going to get a good ending so I can ride a high and just have the... Have, I don't want to be riding a low going through into Emily's way three. Okay, okay, let's do a two. Let's do two then. Let's do two. Like, give but me either way, like, oh god, I need to backseat game this because I don't think I could play this. But we're gonna have to put we're gonna have to put those games on mute because copyright. Oh the music, yeah the music. That's copyright. fine. We can we can find our own we can find our own non copyright or something that we'll use. No, it's just like the music is so and I'm gonna give this um I know as much as we bitched about it, like how it's affecting us emotionally and how we're reliving our own memories. But uh, this is something that is not from. This is a singular of singular person pulling from. Like I do, in a way, wish I can go back to two thousand eight because that was that was an awesome year. Because there's a fake IGN page there, like you, the secret codes that you put in. At a fake IGN page, and it show you the games that came out in 2008. Lego Batman first came out in 2008. Oh my god! Rock Band Two. Like I will pull, I will legit pull it up right now. Damn, damn! I remember when Rock Band Two came out, man. Pull, that shit was dope. I legit turned on Emily's Way Three just so I can get to that part. Like I remember, I remember like loading up Rock Band Two with my friends for the first time, and like we each had part of the peripherals. Like I had one friend that had the drums and one friend that had a guitar. I had a guitar and my other friend had a had a mic. And when Rock Band Two came out, like we all just got together at a friend's house and were there for like two days playing it like that. That was so fun. I remember that. So if you're hearing the gaming, that's the that is the game in the background between me and Christian talking. 
<laughs> you actually loaded the game just to I, get the, the list. Yeah, so these are the games that came out in 2008. Okay. Mega Man 9. Damn, okay, okay. White Fallout 3. Fuck! Duke Nukem 3D. <sighs> Uh, all right, that was that was a good one. That was a decent one. Lego Batman. Yep. All um, right. SmackDown, WWE SmackDown 2009. Oh, dude. I Star Wars: that. The Force Unleashed. Wait, Force Unleashed came out 2009. 2008. Eight. Oh shit, dude. Um, I uh, said Rock Band two. That was a year after Halo three came out. Halo three is on here. Um, Guitar Hero War Tour. Uh huh. They had a little article about Resident Evil Five, so Resident Evil Five was out that year. Wait, Guitar Hero World Tour came out. Yeah. Dude, oh my god, that was my shit. Saints Row I... Two. Oh my... And look, they even got the comic books and the um the TV shows of the year. Fringe, Mirror's Edge, Captain America issue forty two, and I know that issue. New Avengers 45. I know that issue. Hulk issue 6. The Ultimates 3 issue 5. Oh my god. Yeah. Why am I nostalgic for the stock market crash? <laughs> or for the housing crash? So I just turned off the game so that's gone. <laughs> so oh sad. my god. I'm trying to remember like I think there was also legitimately like a good amount of anime that was really like a, a influential that came out in 2008. Yeah. So, oh my god. Yeah. Uh I'm, like cuz it's not a long list, but some of the immediate ones that come up are things like Soul Eater, the first season of Black Butler, which was obviously the better season, I would say. Um for those degenerates out there that are listening to Love Rue came out 2008 certain magical index oh my god yeah so like spice and wolf yeah there was some good shit i'm gonna give emily's away a 10 out of 10 which is the highest i'm gonna be given any game wow i have never heard you say the words 10 out of 10 only because he is really pulled like he pulled a, a great musical list of just of different genres in the first place Okay. Um, like really like going in and just showing this specific era of 2008 not only mm. just like with all the with all the easter eggs in terms of like just not only IGN but also those stupid fucking games that people keep on actually ought to play on when you're on Facebook at the time yeah man was that when Farmville first came out yeah oh my god that fucking era um, Jesus, man, that was like that was, man. I still remember having a lot of fun on mini clip around that time. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then and technically those games are still on on Facebook. You just have to really find them. Yeah, and a lot of those games don't work anymore because Flash isn't supported anymore. Yep. So, it's it's just that, and it's plus it does get you in your feels. So if you if you you like romance simulators, or you like to be in your fields for for the for four and a half hours, four and a half to five hours. This is the game to definitely to play. Oh God, we're gonna we have to do this. We have to stream this, and it has to be. It may have to be a two parter. Oh no, a hundred percent. It has to be. Like, don't get me wrong. As much as I love the idea of sitting down and doing four or five hours, I don't think it's conducive to either us or anybody watching who we are not extremely the best 
at Twitch streaming yet, uh, yeah, give us like two and a half hours, two sit, two sit downs, two sessions. That's fine. It means a way to you can do it in one sitting. Four, it, it, it clocks in about four hours and 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Emily's Way 2. I mean, th- I mean Emily's Way 3. Knowing you, you're going to interject and we're going to be arguing over some of my own choices. You oh, 100%. Be- That's so, the whole point of backseat gaming. So that is definitely a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And on top I, of yeah, that, I, I think I could finish Portal 2 in four hours. And on top of that, or less. We're just replaying. I'm I'm going back and going. We and that's also another good thing about this. Something we couldn't do in Emily's Way Two and here in Three. You can go back, and it shows you on both different both playthroughs. You can go back a specific um, time in the timeline to redo your choices. So there's that replay of replayability from there. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. So, I'm down. I don't mind. Well, that is cool. I like this idea. Just, just be prepared, um, <laughs> you, you listeners, to hear us argue even more, more than, oh, yeah. and to learn more in terms of our, our relationship options. Because with Mass Effect series and the Dragon Age series, it's straightforward. Whoever you like, yeah. you're gonna go for it. But here. It's we're we're pulling from we you're gonna be hearing a lot. Well, I would normally I would do this. <laughs> I would do this, but Christian's making me choose something better. No, I'm or, just joking. Or like, you're gonna, because, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm no, just fucking. I know, but you're gonna be talking about like if I was in this scenario, this is what I would say. Uh, that type I'm of gonna thing. try my hardest. I'm gonna try my hardest not to say that. Everybody says that, but you're gonna do it anyway. Okay, okay, we need to for those of you that are interested in listening to this, we're gonna we're gonna make this unofficial uh drinking rules. <laughs> because even like I said earlier, I don't give when a person breaks up with me, don't expect me like there d- it depends on the person like if we was like really friendly before we crossed that bridge. It always depends on the person. That's the thing though. It always depends on the level of bullshit you're willing to take off of the person that you've experienced. Like, I have excommunicado people. That's true. That's true. And there's some people I'm uh, I'm friends with or acquaintance, and there's some just acquaintances. Mm-hmm. So, like that. Quantienses got it. So, and if you're an acquaintance and you hear this, in all the in all in all, fuck you. <laughs> Just <laughs> all right. There's one that came to mind. They they really let me the, let me the fuck on. I mean, they loved all the presents. I, I remembering that time. All I I put money. All right. I can feel it seething through your microphone right now. I was like, <laughs> I want to literally go back in time and be like, look, don't do this. Don't. I don't care. I I don't care. If she she seem jealous on certain women talking to you she's leading you on you stupid fuck <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure we all have uh, have that moment or know someone who has had that moment that is needed like you being manipulated yeah making you look like you cra- look crazy all right don't do it <laughs> i i really want somebody to tell me that just so that way i could meme it up right 
and slap him and just be like, what's love got to do there's, got to do with it? There's a meme of a kid going like, man, I wish I was a grown up. And then a time portal opens up and it's him 30 years later. He comes and slaps the dog shit out of his kid self. Right. And goes back into the portal and he closes. I would do that. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I will find me, drag myself around the corner, just beat. And plus, I know me. If I catch myself off guard, I can't fight back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all know our own weaknesses. <laughs> so, like, if I see myself, if I see someone who's, who's ready to fight, I'm going to be ready to go. Yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. I know myself pretty well. My blind spot is right here. As long as I come up right here, I can kick myself in the back or something and yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, it's like giving Batman prep time. No, you don't yeah. give, you don't get, you get, you catch them off guard. Don't give them no prep time. It's like I would go up to myself and still be like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, oh my God, 2000 fucking. That was, and you know what? Lo and behold, that was 2008 does. Like I feel like I feel like I would only take myself seriously if my future version of myself came back and hurt me, but in a meme way. Where it's like I just like my present day self would like see my future self like acting like an old man or something and be like, Oh my god, do you need help crossing the street or something? It's like, Oh god, I need an ambulance, call an ambulance, and then I look up at myself, but not for me. For me. <laughs> I just, sorry. Uh, my mind got weird there. No, I would I- <laughs> I think this is a good. That's a good segue. So go ahead if you if you like if you like hearing us. The, the last we're at one thirty six for the last 20, 25 minutes talking about Emily's away. If you like that, and if you you do have a morbid curiosity, Devly is on Steam right now. Um, I think if I remember correctly, it's about ten dollars. That um, is not bad. So so you're looking at twenty dollars for both two and three. That is an affordable set of games right there. So, and it's not all, and it's not all narratively. So the first one takes place during college. This one takes place on AOL, um, on AOL, their version of AOL Messenger. So that one is around 2007 during high school. And this one is in 2008 at the start of um, Facebook or Facebook. Also in, also in high school? Also in high school. So these two was in high school, but the second, the third one is like going more closer towards the end of co- going towards the start of college. Got you. So different. And plus the music is the music at the time for both games fit. Nice. There's, there's a lot of Kings of Leon on in place <laughs> of three. So I was like, yep, Kings of Leon. They're still big. But there was at two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you couldn't go nowhere without hearing either use somebody or sex on fire. Yeah, I was gonna, I was about to say I'm like you're walking around and you just hear oh, oh my sex is on fire. <laughs> so there's either that or um, I'm it's not, either that or it's uh um, I do not want to see uh I don't want to I do not want to sing Take It Back Sunday because there is a there is a specific Take It Back Sunday song that is popping <laughs> in my head that was playing around at that time. It's uh, gonna get stuck in your head. Don't think about it. No, it's already stuck in my head. I listen I do I constantly listen to Take It Back Sunday, the use. Like I still listen to bands that I listened to in high school. 
<laughs> Perfect for this game. That. Um, but here's the thing though. King well no, King's Leon did come out when I was still in, when I was in high school. Fuck. I did, I, mean, I did not realize that. Damn. Damn dizzy. <laughs> Fuck. Because I'm literally like, no, they didn't come out when I was in high school. No, they didn't. That's a that's a crazy ass fact right there, dizzy. <laughs> damn, King's damn, King's Leon has been out since two thousand fucking four. Shit. Damn. <laughs> Because I know Deftone's been out since 98. And you're going to be that dude that when, like, high school kids in, like, 10 years start discovering Kings of Leon and pretend like it's a new thing because they've never heard of it before. You're going to be that dude that's like, you dumbasses. I was there when no. I was there. Nah. Um, it was, it was like, it was leaning towards that. I was going to be that dumbass. It's always that fucking dumbass where you want to wear a band shirt and they always, someone has to ask you, do you know at least three songs but not the fucking, um, the most popular tracks? Suck a dick. It's like, God, go I hate when people do that. It's like, why are you gatekeeping? Shut the fuck up. Like, get the fuck up. Go suck a dick. All right, It's like, hey, do you like that band? Are you happy that they made a sale so that way they can continue making the fucking music that you like? Like, it's the same, these the same fucking people. Who, who bitched about Walmart Light. And I was one of those people who bitched about Walmart Light. And I actually sitting down listening to it. And it took me to the fucking pa- passing the Chester Bennington to actually sit and listen to it from start to finish. And it's a good fucking Linkin Park record. So, you? fuck you gatekeepers and even myself. Fuck myself. Gatekeeping ain't cool. No, it's not. Um, see, I do realize... I, 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 I won't. I, I can't talk. But um, yeah, just, just play what you want to play. If it's, and I yeah, and, you know. And then thank I think thanks to Spotify, I found other bands that sound that not does not sound similar, but pretty damn close, and or even better to the bands that I've been listening to since high school. Yeah, like uh, honestly, I think that that's been a good tool so far. It's been a really good tool. It's, I, I agree with you. It's done the same for me. Like, the, the algorithm that they have, like, for discovering music is actually really good and really on point. Like, um, Spared Box, um, I think, if I remember correctly, they're more they're religious to terms if you want to look at their, their lyrics, but a fucking singer, she fucking kills it. She can do a guttural scream on the level of fucking of the lead singer Kill Switch Engage. Damn. But seeing like she's um Lacey Strum of Flyleaf, that that angelic fucking voice, but she can go deep and guttural like any fucking hardcore metal dude. I'm like, fuck yes, let's go. I'm moshing to this. I'm moshing to this. <laughs> if I nice. if I if my knees was good enough to actually mosh. Um yeah. but bands that have been listening to high school, they are evolving like Slipknot it's still just as fucking good as Iowa. I don't care what anyone says. I guess once again, I will fight you on the side of the street. Slipknot is still just as good, and they can't headbang as much as they can because Corey, Corey Taylor proved as such. He had to get neck surgery in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, and and one of them have a bad back. So you repetitive stress injury. So, like it, it shows. Even our favorite headbangers, we we uh we need to ease up on like Neo Forte. That is your homework, Christian. Watch Neo Forte from Slipknot. That's my okay. When they hit that part 
where they're all moshing at the same fucking time. And Corey Taylor, as, as always, with that screaming, just like, you, you're going to be moshing in your own fucking living room. <laughs> I already got it queued up. <laughs> and and that fucking and I know people's like the the OG drummer is not there, but Max Weinberg is fucking good. Um, the, the and I was like Max Weinberg. Um, I probably got his first name wrong, but the drummer when Conan O'Brien was still on NBC and he had the Max Weinberg drums. Um, the older dude who was the drummer, the Max Weinberg quartet. Okay. His son is the drummer for Slipknot. Oh, okay. And they even posted a photo of when he was 12 years old at a Slipknot concert. Oh, my God. It was fate that he was going to be the drummer for Slipknot. And he is fucking good. Nice. Like, I have not seen, like, normally when you see drummers actually playing the drums, they, they stay in focus on, the, on everything in their peripheral. No, yeah. he this motherfucker is not looking at what he's drumming, which is fucking him. And on top of that, he's wearing a mask already. It's like he's he's already working off of like spatial awareness. Yeah, and he's playing like he's being controlled like a puppet. That's how That's he's drumming, cool. and it's and it's like it's fucking. So it's money. drumming and performing pretty yeah. much. He's basically he did the homework and he showed up. Nice. And it proves he like he was since he was twelve. Like it's like Travis Barker is still the I I always I have a, a list of good drummers and I'm like everyone's like Travis Barker's not a good drummer. I'm like this motherfucker could do every genre. I have not I've yet to hear him do metal. I'm pretty sure you get him like Batman level prep time. Travis Barker could do metal. Hey, you know there's a reason that people persist through their craft. Yeah. And also Travis Barker, you. If I, mean, I doubt it, yo, ease up on your Instagram post, man. Like, we don't need to know everything about you, and um, I am still shocked with you and Khloe Kardashian. I love the idea that you're telling somebody on Instagram that we don't need to know everything about you. <laughs> I mean, like, like I get, I get it, I get what you mean. I'm just saying the irony there is not lost on me, and it makes me laugh. I post stupid shit because I, I, I mean, social media is a joke. I mean, come on, one hundred percent, and. Like, I'm already on thin ice with my social media, and I can see why. And and now on the level of what women is going through, and I'm not, I'm not going to put that comparison because I I realized that when I said it the first time. But just having a fucking opinion can get you in trouble. I just thought about it. just having an opinion, and it's not. I'm not coming after Gen Z. I'm not coming after the cancel culture. It's it's the racist people or the assholes that yeah. like to come after people with a with a free thought asking you to think about the people of Palestine who's what they're going through. Think about trans people what they're going through. Thinking about Asian Americans what they're going through. Help Asian people globally what they're going through. Us black people, us Latin Latin community. People report your account because they was offended. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't shit. And I totally forget and the reason why I'm going down this route because I totally forgot what the fuck we were supposed to actually talk about. We were talking about uh, social media ain't shit. No, no, and no. And we are no. talking about but, not near a forte. But we was talking about something else and it turned it snowballed into music and it snowballed into me being... Emily is away three? 
You know, this is what happens when you play Emily's Away. You get into the music and you get into your feels. I'm, you know what? We're going to end the show. We're going to end the show. Like, for, like forever? No! <laughs> we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank just, you very much, everybody, for listening. Oh, my fucking God. This game. <laughs> If you'd like to check us out more, you can check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Coming soon, Apple Podcasts. Fuck this, check out the fuck, giant contraband robot. Fuck this, um, fuck this maple leaf bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. And uh, thank you, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you if you'd like to check out Emily is away, you can check it out on Steam. If you want to watch us play it, coming soon to Twitch. We'll let you know more information as that continues. Fuck you, and, Kyle. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? <laughs> fuck you, Kyle. Thank you, everybody.